0: The LA Kings get set to take on another Pacific Division rival, fresh off their big win over the Vegas Golden Knights. We'll do a quick recap and preview of each. Plus, Brant Clark will not be rejoining the Kings this season. Was that the right move? I'll give you my opinion and ask for yours in this edition of Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. We're at around 1,083 subscribers looking to get to 1,100 by the end of the month and keep our streak of 100 new subscribers each month going. Uh, Thank you to all that have taken the time to subscribe, which, by the way, you only need to do once. To get notifications on when new shows are released. But if you could, please like each episode, if in fact you would like it, and uh, leave comments as well. Uh, hopefully they're positive, but either way, uh, it is one of the best ways for you to be heard uh, on this show and also uh, just a great way to help the show to get out there with the algorithm and all those kinds of things. Likes, subscribes, and comments all help. So if you uh, are inclined to do that, uh, I would greatly appreciate it. I am Eddie Garcia, I am your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 years, 20-plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 16 years and a passionate L.A. Kings fan for the past 30 years. Hope you all had a great weekend. Uh, We have a lot to talk about, but we need to start with the Kings rolling over the Golden Knights in Vegas this past Saturday night. A big win for L.A. Um, If you saw the game, it didn't start out great. For the Kings, uh, Vegas had two grade A scoring opportunities very early on, but fortunately for the Kings, they failed to convert on either of them. They had a 2-on-0 after an Adrian Kempe turnover, and not long after that, William Carlson rang a back a backhanded shot off the post. Uh, Vegas could have easily been up 2 nothing on the Kings. However, after dodging those bullets, L.A. went on to dominate the rest of the way. Kevin Fiala recorded his first hat trick as a king and the second of his career with a goal in each period capped by an empty netter. The Kings penalty kill had a strong game going three for three, killing off Vegas penalties and getting a shorthanded goal from defenseman Matt Roy. Victor Arvidsson scored as well as the Kings get a 5-1 victory over the Vegas Golden Knights on the road. Kings are now two and are, uh, the Kings moved to two and one uh, against Vegas this season. Uh, But this win was more impressive in more ways than one than that 4-2 win the Kings had on home ice against the Golden Knights last week. First off, this was on the road. I have not heard the Fortress uh, be that quiet in a long time Uh, after those great initial chances for the Golden Knights. T-Mobile Arena uh, did not have much to cheer about the rest of the way, which was great for the LA Kings. Uh, Vegas also was a lot healthier in this game than they were In that meeting a week ago at Crypto.com Arena, standouts Jack Eichel, Jonathan Marcheseau, and old friend, now foe Alec Martinez, were all back from injuries for that game. Uh, Great to see LA bounce back from that loss to Boston on Thursday and get right back on track with another very strong overall effort. Other than the game against the Flyers, five of the Kings' last six games have all been very solid all-around games as the Kings continue to play their best team hockey of the season. For All-Star Kevin Fiala, he gets the Kings' second hat-trick of the season, joining Trevor Moore from November 16th against the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, Fiala leads the Kings with 42 points. His 13 goals are tied for third on the team behind Gabe Velarde and Adrian Kempe. And speaking of Velarde, he recorded a three-point game with three assists in that win over Vegas, also provided a key screen on Fiala's first goal. And I couldn't agree more with what Jim Fox had to say on our show this past Thursday, when he talked about how velardi has really matured as a player this season, uh, even when he isn't scoring goals, uh, he's you know he gone through like a dry spell. He's still doing things to help the team win. Um, and by the way, I mentioned Kevin Fiala selected by the NHL as the Kings representative to the All-Star Game coming up in Florida. I saw that on Kings Twitter, it looks like they're making a push to get Gabe Villardi in the All-Star Game as well. And, and the final roster spots are all good. Uh, made by fan voting uh so if you uh, would like to see gabe velarde or any other king in the all-star game joining kevin fiala uh go to king's twitter uh find the links and vote early and often for uh, your favorite la king so the kings wrapped up that stretch of three straight games against three straight division opponents going two and one wins over dallas and vegas uh, against those three division leaders la killed off six of seven power plays and that was against the star's fifth-ranked power play, the Bruins' fourth-ranked power play, and the Golden Knights' seventh-ranked power play in the NHL. So not only getting it done, but getting it done against some of the best power play units in the NHL. That challenge will continue tonight. But before the uh, the game against Dallas, the Kings had allowed a power play goal. I think it was in seven straight games, something like that. Maybe it was even more than that. Uh, but now they have allowed just one power play goal in their last three games and, as we mentioned, against three very, very good opponents. As for Phoenix Copley, continues to be solid, uh, continues to provide just what the Kings need in that stability. Um, he improved to 10-2 and two as a King with that win over Vegas. And since that game against Buffalo, where he allowed the six goals in the third period, Phoenix Copley has gone 8-2-1 with wins over Boston, Colorado, Dallas, and now twice over Vegas. So the... Phoenix Copley has continued to do exactly what the Kings have asked him to do. Give them a chance to win every game. The penalty kill is improving. I think the all around defense continues to solidify and the Kings have had plenty of offense. That has not been an issue with the Kings this year. Great balanced offense for a number of different players in the game against Vegas. Kevin Fiala came out to be the star, maybe coming up tonight against Edmonton. It'll be somebody else, but a different hero every night. And it's been great to see the Kings uh, have such great depth offensively and uh, guys that are producing Uh, It's hard for a team to go in a slump scoring-wise when you've got a a lot of different guys stepping up and doing the job. So great, great win for the Kings over the Vegas Golden Knights and also gets them closer to Vegas in the Pacific Division standings. And let's check those Pacific Division standings as they are here on this Monday. And the Vegas Golden Knights are still the top team in the Pacific as they have been for most of the year. Overall record of 27, 13, and 2 for 56 points. They have the most points in the Western Conference. They have the third most points in the NHL. The LA Kings continue to be in second place, 23, 14, and 6 the record for 52 points. So they've moved four points back of Vegas in the battle for first in the Pacific with that win uh, over the Golden Knights, Seattle continues to hang around there in third place. Uh, their record is 22-12-4 for 48 points. They did move up from a week ago when we checked the standings from fourth to third. And remember, they do have five games in hand on the LA Kings. So great chances for the go- the uh, Kraken to gain ground on the Kings as it stands right now. Fourth place is the Calgary Flames, 19-14-8. They've got 46 points. They do drop down one spot from a week ago. Uh, as far as checking the standings, they've got two games in hand on the Kings. The Edmonton Oilers, tonight's opponent for the Kings, 21 17 and 3 for 45 points. Also, two games in hand on the Kings. Uh, we'll talk more about the Oilers coming up in a minute. Uh, in sixth place, Vancouver, uh, 17 19 and 3, 37 points. Seventh place, San Jose, 12 21 and 8, 32 points. And in eighth place, those Ducks of Anaheim, 12 25 and 4, 28 points. Only Chicago and Columbus have fewer points than the Ducks in the entire NHL. And that's very, very sad news unless it's not. Uh, If the playoffs started today, the Kings would host the Kraken in the first round of the playoffs and Calgary and Edmonton would be the two wildcard teams from the Western conference. That means that five of the eight playoff teams in the West would be from the Pacific division as it stands right now. Of course, the playoffs don't start today, uh, which would be very unfair to Seattle because again, they've played five fewer games than the LA Kings, but just a you know a check of what the playoff picture looks at the moment about halfway through the season for most NHL teams. Certainly, the Kings have already hit the halfway mark. So coming up this week for the LA Kings, they will host the Edmonton Oilers tonight. They will be at home against the San Jose Sharks on Wednesday, and then at home against the New Jersey Devils on Saturday. So that's the week coming up for the LA Kings. We'll get more into tonight's Oilers game, and we'll do that in just a moment. But first, I want to remind you. That Today's episode of Locked on LA Kings is brought to you by Athletic Greens. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. AG1 contains less than one gram of sugar, and it costs you less than $3 a day. It is just one scoop and a cup of water. And that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make things easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. That's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So tonight it is another Pacific Division game, uh, which are always big games, especially against teams that are looking to gain ground on us. And Yes, I said us uh, in the uh, playoff positioning. Uh, And uh, that will be the case tonight. Uh, This is the second of four meetings between the L.A. Kings and the Edmonton Oilers. L.A. won the first meeting up in Edmonton back on November 16th. That was the aforementioned Trevor Moore hat trick game. Cal Peterson was in net for the Kings in that one uh and uh we'll see Phoenix Copley uh, in net tonight at least that's the expectation so the Oilers uh will be getting their first look at the Kings new netminder of course the Oilers eliminated the Kings uh, in 7 games in the first round of the playoffs last season um but Edmonton has continued to struggle this season despite the odds on favorite to be mvp of the league and that of course is superstar Connor McDavid who is putting up stupid numbers through 41 games McDavid has 76 points, 33 goals, and 43 assists. He's on pace for 152 points. He's on pace for 66 goals. Um, He is uh, unbelievable. But uh, fortunately for everyone else in the Pacific Division, um, it's not a one-man sport. And matter of fact, it's not even a two-man sport because his running mate, another former MVP, Leon Dreisaitl, is also playing very well this season. Uh, They are 1-2. In the NHL, in points, Dreisadl's got 62. But the Oilers have been hurt by injury. Evander Kane has been out for quite some time, not going to play tonight. Um, And they've had some substandard goaltending. We can relate up to that a little bit as Kings fans. Um, But they signed former King uh, Jack Campbell in the offseason to what they thought would uh, solidify their situation in net. And that has not been the case. Um, Edmonton comes into tonight's game having lost three of four, including their last game, which was a 3-2 overtime defeat at the hands of the defending Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche. Now the Oilers do have the number one power play in the NHL. They're operating at 32.2%. So another big challenge for the Kings, improving penalty kill, and hopefully LA can continue to play their solid all-around game defensively while also staying out of the penalty box. That will be a key tonight. As the Oilers' power play is lethal for them. Uh, as for the Oilers in net, They have been switching back and forth lately between Jack Campbell and uh, Stuart Skinner. If they continue on the pattern that they have been uh, on of late, then it would be Jack Campbell in net, but I'm going to say that's probably not going to be the case because Stuart Skinner has been a little bit better than Campbell, and this is a big game for the Oilers, so I would expect to see Stuart Skinner in net uh, for the Edmonton Oilers, but we shall see. Um, As for the Oilers, looking to gain ground, obviously on the second-place King, so a, a big game for them. And a big game for the Kings as well, as we look to keep uh, the great play of late going. And these division games are always big. And again, against the team that eliminated the Kings in the playoffs last year. So there's always that aspect of it as well. Face off at Crypto.com Arena set for 730 tonight. It will be televised locally on Valley Sports West. And you can hear all the action on the Kings iHeart Audio Network as well. Up next, we are going to talk about Brant Clark not rejoining the Kings after winning gold at the World Junior Championships. But first, I need to remind you that today's episode is also brought to you by our friends over at BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis to get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from hockey to the upcoming NFL playoffs, even tonight's college football championship game. Pro and college basketball, and even esports, they've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at betonline as well. It is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to betonline.net today or use your mobile device to learn more. That is, betonline, where the game starts. So, if you missed it over the weekend, uh, big news for the LA Kings they decided to send talented young defenseman Brant Clark back to his junior team. For the rest of the season he will not rejoin the la kings after winning gold with team canada at the world junior championships if you missed it canada won a thriller over czechia or the czech republic for some of you old school folks uh three two in overtime clark did lead all canadian defensemen in goals with two and points with seven that was in seven games uh and it was finally time for the kings to make a decision on what to do with brant clark but credit the kings because they did all they could to give Clark as big a taste of the NHL and professional hockey as they possibly could. He played the maximum number of games that he could at the NHL level, nine, before the Kings had to uh, make a decision. But, of course, they then found that loophole uh, where they could send him to the AHL on a conditioning assignment for about a week, so he got some time there as well. And because of his age, though, as you probably know, uh, the Kings ultimately had to decide to send him back to his OHL team or keep him with the LA Kings all season. Of course, there was the stint in the World Junior Championship. and now it was finally time to make a decision, and the Kings made that decision. They are sending him back to his OHL team, the Barry Colts in the Ontario Hockey League. Uh, now, not too long ago, if you recall, uh, I had an opinion on Brent Clark regarding whether he should stay up or not, and my opinion was he should stay with the Kings because I thought he could help them in a place they needed help, but things have changed. Uh, not that long ago, again, the Kings were not playing well defensively as a team, but they are now. Um, now, could Brant Clark come in and make them a little bit better? Yeah, possibly. Um, could he come up here and provide some needed depth in case there's injuries? Sure, but you have to you know, weigh the good and the bad. And I think the way the Kings are playing right now defensively, I think Brant Clark is probably not gonna come up and help that much. Um, and I'm not sure if you I, I don't I don't imagine at all that they would just throw him into the lineup as a starter. They'd probably ease him in. And, you know, look, the Kings do happen to have injuries on the blue line later in the season, which they haven't really had to speak of at all this year as opposed to last year. Um there is depth there already. They've got Jordan Spence. They've got Tobias Bjornfoot, they've got Jacob Moverari, all those guys could come up and capably fill in for any injuries for the Kings on the blue line. Um, So I don't think Brant Clark is needed right now. And also a huge factor is, do you want to burn the first year of his entry-level contract? He has a three-year entry-level contract. Do you want to burn the first year of that for half a season? And he's probably not going to play every game the rest of the way. Now, there could be some playoff games we all hope, but... I think the answer is no. I think it's the smart move by the Kings. I know that a lot of fans are disappointed, and I get that. Brant Clark is like, you know, your parents giving you a toy for Christmas, letting you play with it for a week, and then saying, ah, we're going to take it away and put it away, and you can play with it again next year, and then you can have it as much as you want. Um, You know, he's. I think he's going to be a special player. I really do. Um, But I just think it's, like I said, the way the Kings are playing defensively now, which is very good. The way the Kings do have depth on the blue line in case there are injuries. And, you know, again, burning that first year of his contract for half a season, I just don't think that would be a smart move. And I think Rob Blake has made the right decision. As much as I would love to see Brant Clark uh in there. Um, I, I just think it is the smart move. And so so going forward, what does this mean? It means the Kings will control Brant Clark for three more years after this season um, and he will be able to next year join the Kings after getting a great taste of what professional hockey is all about. He had a strong training camp. He had a good preseason. He had a solid nine games with the Kings. He had a nice stint in the AHL and now he got to play in the world juniors for the first time. So it's not like Brant Clark hasn't gotten a lot of high quality hockey. Um, the best hockey he's seen as far as competition this past year. So it's it, it, he's definitely going to be more prepared for the NHL going forward because of what he did this season with the Kings. And that includes, by the way, pra- a lot of practices with the LA Kings, working with a professional staff, working with professional coaches, reviewing film, uh, doing things like that, and understanding what it takes to be a pro. He got a great taste of it, got to know his teammates a little bit. But in the end, like I said, I think the way the Kings are playing defense now – the depth they have and not wanting to burn a year of that contract. I think it is the right move to send Brant Clark back to juniors. And we'll just have to wait a little bit longer, uh, to, uh, to see Brant Clark full-time as a member of the LA Kings. But, uh, that's my opinion. I do want to know what you think. Uh, and uh, we are going to have a feedback show coming up on Friday, more about that coming up. But if you want to leave comments, uh, about the Brent Clark situation for this show on the YouTube channel, Uh, You're more than welcome to do that. And we'll try and read some of them coming up a little bit later on uh, in the week. Uh, Real quick, I do want to give you guys an update on what's been going on recently with the Kings AHL affiliate, the Ontario Reign. Uh, They did pick up a 3-2 shootout win over the Coachella Valley Firebirds on Sunday. Um, Martin Kromiak scored his first goal uh, in the AHL as a member of the Ontario Reign. So that's exciting. Cal Peterson was in net for the win uh, over the Firebirds. He allowed two goals on 32 shots. He's now 4-5-1 on the season with the rain. He also was in net in the team's previous game on Friday. That was a 4-2 loss to the San Jose Barracuda. Peterson allowed three goals on 32 shots in that one. I would say for the immediate future, the goaltending situation in L.A. will not be changing anytime soon, barring something very unforeseen, an injury or something like that. As it stands right now, it looks like Cal still needs some more work in the AHL. Jonathan on the quick is obviously going to be the number two, and the Kings are going to go with Venus Copley and continue um, for him to do what he's been doing for as long as that lasts, whether it's the rest of the season or another month or who knows. But for now, I don't see the Kings' goaltending situation changing, uh, barring anything drastic happening. If you're interested in getting more of me, which sounds weird, uh, I was on two different podcasts earlier today that you might want to check out. Uh, The first one is the LA Kings official podcast, all the Kings men with Jesse Cohn. Um, I joined him to give him my three stars of the week for the past week uh, with the LA Kings. That's a a weekly feature that they have. Actually, they don't call it the three stars of the week, but the three, the three Kings of the week, if you will. Um, So I thank Jesse very much for uh, allowing me to join him on their show this week. And uh, we will have Jesse on a future locked on LA Kings show. Uh, coming up as well. I was also on Locked on NHL, uh, which is a show that is hosted by a guy named Gil Martin. uh, And I got to talk all about the LA Kings, one of his guests uh, this week. So I thank Gil as well for having me on the show. Both those podcasts are available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Also, um, the Locked on NHL show is on YouTube as well. I have retweeted ways to find both of those shows if you are interested and you are on Twitter um or otherwise you could just search for podcasts again it is all the king's men uh and also locked on nhl uh speaking of twitter uh that's one of the ways that you can get interactive with me and this show you can follow this show on twitter at locked on la kings and if you want to you could follow my personal twitter account as well which is at eddie on fox eddie uh, that does include some Kings stuff, but it's more overall sports stuff and it involves the shows that I work on on the Fox Sports Radio Network. But if you want, that's there as well as an option. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram at LockedOnLA Kings. Coming up on the show this week, uh, obviously tomorrow, we are going to recap the game against the Oilers. Uh, We're also going to see if we can get Jared Shaffron on sometime this week from the Ontario Reign to get an in-depth report on what's going on with Cal Peterson and some of the key prospects in Ontario now that they're through about half of their season. And this Friday will be a feedback Friday. Anything you want to talk about involving the LA Kings, including did they make the right decision on sending Brant Clark back to juniors? I definitely want to know your opinion on that. Or anything else going on with the LA Kings, uh, you can have your choice, your voice, uh, be heard by uh, everybody that uh, watches and listens to this show and the email address where you can send those emails to is locked on eddie at gmail.com e d d i e locked on at gmail.com thank you for making locked on la kings your first listen now make your second listen locked on nhl prospects your daily podcast covering the next generation of hockey superstars leading up to the nhl draft plus nhl draft rankings and top prospect comparisons for every team that is locked on nhl prospects available on YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Looking forward to a big game against the Edmonton Oilers tonight and talking about it on tomorrow's show. I am Eddie Garcia. Thank you so much for listening and watching Locked on LA Kings. Have a great day, and as always, Go Kings Go!